Hello Profit Chasers, welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show, thank you for tuning in. As usual we're going to go through the Premier League games in depth, we're going to go through the Championship, League 1 and League 2, picking out our highlights and then we'll look through last week's bomb-proof trebles which came agonisingly close again, go through this week's trebles and have another little look at fantasy football because uh, Tommy P did well again last week. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You always want to bring it up when you're doing well, don't you? Exactly. Got to sing when you're winning, eh? We've had so many occurrences on this show where you've been hammering me week after week for doing appalling. So uh, when I do well, I want to shout about it. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you're finally waking up because it would have been horrifically awkward for you for you not to be playing next year. Well, it's still but possible. Anyway. Let's go to Turf Moor. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the Premier League again All yeah. right. plenty of games on Saturday the 12.30 kickoff. we've got Burnley at home to Manchester City Burnley as you'd expect big price 9-1 to the draw 9-2 to and Man City are 2-7 to favourites uh, City win surely for me Tom same for you yeah definitely Burnley they're you know they're still having a great season aren't they like Let's be real. And it's just a testament as to how well they've done. And I, I feel they're on a poor run. Um, they haven't actually won since the 12th of December. And they have just broken a sequence of four consecutive losses. Uh, they've just drawn 1-1 away at Newcastle, which is a decent result. I think it will be 2-3-0, so probably not fives and sixes, but I think it will be very comfortable. Yeah, completely agree. Burnley... They're still in eighth place, still pretty comfortable. The the other teams below them haven't really caught up with them yet, but um, they've stuttered a bit after such a strong start, haven't they? But as we said a few weeks ago on the podcast, perhaps a little bit of complacency sneaking in, perhaps. We know it's unlikely with a Sean Dyche team, but you never know, but we do expect Man City to win here pretty comfortably. We'll go on to the three o'clocks now, and we'll start with Bournemouth versus Stoke. Bournemouth 21 to 20, the draw 12 to 5, Stoke away win is 5 to 2. Now, what a result for Bournemouth away at Stamford Bridge on Wednesday night. 3-0. Unbelievable, isn't it? Unreal. Um, Unreal. Great result. Great result. All the goals coming in a 16-minute capitulation spell for the home side and yeah, Bournemouth, they may not have had as much ball as Chelsea, but they had uh, five to six attempts on target. So, you know, they, they more than held held their own. And they're a very attractive price, aren't they, off the back of that? They are, they are. I'm sure that price will probably come in a little bit off the back of this result. Uh, they're playing a Stoke side who, under Paul Lambert, have won one, drawn one. Um, so, fairly decent start compared to how absolutely dreadful they were under Mark Hughes but the momentum that, that Bournemouth are going to get from this Chelsea result surely we've got to back them for this weekend yeah you, you'd think they would uh, they'd be in a very good position Stoke they've won one drawn one first game was a win at home to Huddersfield that's good a home game against Watford is a great chance to get a victory 0-0 didn't really do enough to win the game so yeah, I'm not as excited about Stoke as I am about Bournemouth, that's for sure. No, no. At least you can say that they're keeping clean sheets now, which is something they definitely weren't doing uh, under Mark Hughes, but Bournemouth are good in attack, um, play good football. They've not actually lost in the Premier League for their last six games now, so they're on a good run of form there. Starting to climb the table after they spent a bit of time in the relegation zone earlier on in the season around the Christmas period, but... Yeah, Bournemouth win for me at 21-20. to 20. Agreed. Right, on to the next one, which is a tough game to call, actually. It's Brighton at home to West Ham. Uh, Brighton are 6-5 to five favourites for this. The draw is 2-1, to one, and West Ham are 13-5. to five. Now, if we'd have had this game about two or three weeks ago, I'd be all in on a West Ham victory. But with the recent injuries they've had to key players like Lanzini and Anatovic, I'm really not sure anymore. Going forward, 
is a big problem for West Ham at the moment. Uh, Hernandez hasn't really lived up to what we'd be expecting. Against Palace in midweek, they went for a five at the back, which meant they had Byram and Cresswell, basically as wingers. It didn't really work out. There's Jean Mario in midfield, new signing. It's a lot to ask in it. And then you, yeah. you look at the bench that they provided on uh, on Tuesday night. And Joe Hart, Font, Oxford, obviously now has gone. Hak Sabanovic, a midfielder. <laughs> Cullen, a midfielder. Quina, a midfielder. And Martinez, who spent last season on loan at Oxford. So it's Jeez. not really filling me with too much confidence. I can see under 2.5 goals here, for yeah. sure. 100% agree with that one, definitely. Um, Result-wise, Brian haven't particularly been great in the Premier League recently, though without a win in the last five, um, drawing on the Wednesday night most recently, away at Southampton. I'm going to go draw down the middle here, 2-1. to one. Yeah, I, I could see draw for sure. But yeah, the under 2.5, uh, you won't be surprised to hear it's priced at 8-15, uh, to 15, by the way. Um, I think that's a safer bet, but obviously the, the value isn't jeez, there. Yeah, no. <laughs> I thought it wasn't going to be very all. good, but uh, geez, that's really poor. Not yeah, very bad. But, but it, uh, that's what I be. think will happen. Yeah, no, I think you're right. <laughs> it's just a shame the odds are so bad. <laughs> right, let's move on then to the King Power, a Leicester City side that still have Riyad Mahrez, but uh, a depressed Riyad Mahrez by the by the reports. If there's anything to go by, they're seven to ten. At home to Swansea, the draw is thirteen to five, and the Swans are four to one. Now, Swansea, what a win against Arsenal! Carlos Carvajal, all credit to, because he's really turning things around when they looked certainties to go down to the Championship. Yeah, I think I said uh, quite a while ago they were done and dusted for me. Yeah, and there's been so many teams that have been done and dusted. Palace. They've been done and dusted down there. Uh, Brighton have looked very poor. Stoke looked certainties. Huddersfield, their time is coming. Southampton, they've looked like they're struggling all season. West Brom, they look certain. So did Swansea. Uh, down the bottom, it is fascinating. And uh, Carver Howe has done a fantastic job here. You have to be honest. And uh, we owe him an apology, Tom, I think. I think we do. So, officially, on record... We apologise, Carlos. Yeah, sorry about that. We're, <laughs> we're just we're just two lads who played amateur football who know absolutely nothing. <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, we'll come on to Mares in a minute. Uh, let's talk about the game. I think this is going to be a really, really entertaining affair. I do. I completely agree. I think you'll definitely get both teams to score here, probably over 2.5 as well. Um, Leicester have been a lot better at home than they have away. They've won the last three home games in all competitions, where Swansea, on the other hand, they've got a lot of points recently, but their wins have been at home. They've drawn their away games. Um, I could, again, see this one being a score draw. Yeah, score score draw for me uh, sounds good. The, you did mention the over 2.5 market, uh, 11 to 10, if you do fancy that. Uh, so that's quite a, a tasty price. It's very Leicester tasty. definitely, yeah, for me, both teams will score. I just question, will Mares be in the team? Apparently, his teammates saw it as a, a lack of respect that he handed in a transfer request um, on the either deadline day when it, was kind of, it wasn't really needed, was it? Um so how do you feel that will uh, affect the team on Saturday? I can see Morris's frustration, to be honest, because the last few transfer windows since Leicester won the league has been linked with moves away. Um, he hasn't got them. The club keeps rejecting bids for him. And it's particularly frustrating for him when he sees players like Drinkwater going to Chelsea, Kante going to Chelsea, and uh, he just can't seem to get a move. Even when Manchester City were offering £65 million plus a player, that is good money. And now Leicester have got a player on their hands who doesn't want to be there. Credit to Mares When he didn't get his move in the summer, he knuckled back down again and got on with it. And he's been good. 
Will he do it again? I'm not so sure. I feel like this could be the straw that breaks the camel's back with Mahrez. Yeah, I I mean, Claude Puel, he mentions that Mahrez is a hundred million pound player. I didn't I didn't think he meant it. Claude Puel needs I, to sort himself out. <laughs> I, I didn't know he meant it. So the cash deal and the mystery players market value that they were offering in exchange mm. uh, came to approximately 95 million. You take it. You just take that it. Is just insane. I don't know who the player was. I don't think it's been released. No, I haven't uh, seen anything. But the even a cash value, Mares is a 40 to 50 million pound player in the market right now. Um and I can't believe they've denied him. He's he's done his job. He's given great service. He's had a great attitude. And they've denied him. Yeah. And for greed, I think. Yeah. Like, I agree. They didn't. They don't need all that. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's a bit out of order by Leicester, and I think it may upset. The apple car a little bit. I I'm not one hundred percent sure, but this reminds me of Dimitri Payet yep. at West Ham. Yeah. I yep. don't know if it will be the same. I don't know what Mara's is like as a person, but it smells like Payet. I think either way, the guy's definitely gonna be gone in the summer. He has to go in the summer. Surely. A million percent. Yeah, he's gotta go. And he's gotta go. You'd think if he's refusing to play, whatever, handed in transfer requests, upsetting the apple cart, I doubt they're going to get a £95 million package for him in the summer. He's going to go for less, surely, because they'll be wanting to get him out at that stage. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's, um, yeah, his value is going to decrease as it gets more obvious that they need to get him out. Teams will use that against them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's... It's a sad end to what's been a wonderful relationship. Yeah, I like agree. Leicester and Mares, you know, Mares owes Leicester a lot. Let's not forget that they they brought him to the country for you know half a million or whatever it was. They gave him the opportunity. They gave him the platform, but he's outgrown them. Yeah, and it's now agree. time for them to to let him fly. And uh, it doesn't doesn't look like they're going to be doing so. So, yeah, pretty sad. Yep. Um, right, let's move on to Old Trafford then. And that's Man United against Huddersfield. Man United 1-7, to the draw 13-2. to And Huddersfield a big, big price, 16-1. to Nothing other than a Man United win here, surely. We know Huddersfield beat Man United at the John Smith Stadium. But surely no chance of a repeat at, uh, at Old Trafford. No, this is a, this is a complete different animal um, un- unhappy camp at the minute for United um, even though they did win uh, five straight defeats and they were unbeaten in their last eight games uh, they obviously just lost in pretty bad fashion away at Tottenham mm. um, seems to be a lot of frustration on the touchline I haven't seen the clip but uh, Fellaini getting Ibuade as it's, as it's <laughs> called and Mourinho looking very angry, uh, conceding after 11 seconds. Yeah, it's because he hasn't signed his new contract. He's thought, right, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to be 100% fluid United, but they'll get the job done. 1-7, couldn't care less about that price. But uh, I think they'll they'll bring that home. Yeah, I agree. 2-3-0, easily for me. but 1-7 to yeah. seven is, isn't backable. No point, unless you're going to look in that handicap market. Let's move on then to West Brom against Southampton. This is the final 3 o'clock on Saturday. West Brom are 7-5, the draw 11-5, and Southampton 2-1. How can you see this one going? It's another game. It's pretty tough to call. Four splinters. Yeah. Full splinters. Um, Pardew. We've mentioned streaky Pardew. (laughs) Um, And yeah, beat almost a full strength uh, Liverpool team. Let's not forget in the FA Cup. uh, Saturday, lost away at City, but 
they're not gonna they're not the first or last that that's gonna happen to. No. Um and yeah, Southampton come to town. They're hardly pulling up any trees, are they? They're not. They're not. Still Pellegrino clings on. They're still in the relegation zone in eighteenth place. Just one point away from Huddersfield. I'm torn here with a West Brom win or a draw. I can't see Southampton winning this one, to be honest, either way. No, no. Another game as well, which I envision is going to be low scoring, under 2.5 again, is a market I'd look into for this. Oh, buddy, 100%. In my notes, I have um, (laughs) under 2.5 wrote down. However, you're not going to be surprised to hear that it's 8 to 13. Slightly better than uh, <laughs> Brighton so, West Ham, but yeah, not really what we're after. Um, but yeah, that's the kind of ballpark that we're playing in at the minute. So uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the price for that one. I, I think you're right. I think the draw is tempting. However, I do think that uh, under two point five is a more sensible bet. Yeah, I agree, and uh, that's backed up by history between the two sides uh, when playing at West Brom. So the last four head-to-heads have been 1-0 to Southampton, 0-0, 1-0 to West Brom and 1-0 to Southampton. Yeah, it's uh, hardly going to be the most pulsating game, is it? (laughs) Um, Almost guaranteed to be last on match of the day. Yeah, tough one to call. Right, let's move on then to the 5.30, which is Arsenal at home to Everton. Arsenal are one to four, the draw nineteen to four, and Everton huge ten to one. Uh, for me, Arsenal are going to win this. Obviously, they had their blip on Tuesday night against Swansea, um, losing three one. But at home, they're a much much better side, and I do think now with Aubameyang in, who can team up with Mkhitaryan and rekindle that relationship they had at Dortmund, I think they're going to have too much for an Everton side who did finally get a win against Leicester in midweek, which is an impressive win. But I do think Arsenal will win this one. Yeah, Arsenal, they're a different animal at home. Um, Don't have the balls to play away from home, in my opinion. But when everything is seemingly rosy, they can paper over the cracks with Aubameyang, Mkhitaryan, um, you know, run out two, three nil winners. Everyone, you know, thinks they're a big club again. That would be... That would be absolutely great. And Arsenal will have zero problems against Everton. Um, and then Everton will go away to Tottenham next week and get destroyed. Go away to Ulster runs, probably get beat. <laughs> Copy and paste. But uh, I don't expect Everton to go there with much enterprise or ambition. I think they'll go to sit back and... I think Arsenal will have way too much. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Theo Walcott's going to want to go there and prove a point, I'm sure. He got a couple of goals in midweek, which is great for him to get on the score sheet. But um, yeah, I don't think they're going to be playing with too much attacking intent, as you say. Let's talk about Arsenal's transfer window briefly then. So, Mkhitaryan in, Aubameyang in, and Sanchez out. Overall, good window? Overall, they're a better team. They're, yep. they're a much better team. Yeah. Uh, let's let's not forget as well. They've signed Özil up to a new contract. He's a mega, uh, a bloody bumper contract at that. It's it's not a bad bumper contract. <laughs> um, obviously, that would be great for six months until he tosses it off again because he he can't physically be bothered. Um, <laughs> see, I think Arsenal have had a great window. It's always good to get rid of a player who doesn't plainly want to be there. And it's even better if you get a player like Mkhitaryan in exchange rather than having to go out and buy. Yeah, uh, but definitely. Or, I mean, me and you spoke about this a few weeks ago. In the market that we're in, to get Aubameyang for £50 million is fantastic business. Oh, it's great. It's great. And we said it before, and I'll say it again, I can't believe other clubs weren't in for him for that kind of money. In my opinion, Kareem Benzema has been robbing a living at Real Madrid for years. When he was at his peak, he, he wasn't that good. And his peak yeah. was probably three seasons ago. Why someone like Real Madrid with oodles of money, struggling in the league, ageing strike force, Ronaldo included, didn't just take a pop on him? Oh, no. no idea. No, me neither. Arsenal's gain, though. Arsenal's gain. 
Yep, completely agree. Let's move on then to Palace v Newcastle. This is Sunday, 2.15. Palace at evens. The draw, 11-5. And Newcastle, 3-1. Outsiders for this. For me, the Palace revival continues. Yeah, um, Newcastle, again. They tried, didn't they? They tried. They, they, tried, in... to, they tried to what? Because they didn't try in the transfer window. <laughs> well, they... They, they gave it a bit of an effort. Uh, they did get Slimani in. Is, is Slimani the guy is, that's going to pull you away from the relegation zone and save the season? May, no, maybe. No. I, I think he'll do better than people think. Honestly. Um, I really do think that um, that he'll do better than people think. I think he's got a bit of untapped potential. Well, um, but it? anyway, he is injured. Oh. So we won't be seeing him for a few weeks anyway. Palace, on the other hand, as we speak, they're trying to get some deals over the line. It looks like it's going to pretty much be the same team that uh, Roy the Boy has been dealing with. Uh, they're priced at evens at home. It's hard to resist. They've not really got in the amount of signings that Hodgson wanted, did they? He, he was saying earlier on in the window they, they could get seven, they could get eight. They haven't ended up with anywhere near that many, um, as things stand. <laughs> But um, no. I do think they'll uh, they'll get the win here against the Newcastle side. Who, for me, I think they definitely could go down now. They needed to get that takeover through and get players in and strengthen this window because the way they were going, this squad is not good enough. And to only have Slomani in, as it stands, is is an improvement on Hosselu, but that's not saying a lot, and it's not going to be enough. I don't think. Uh, I would, I would just, I, I fancy Newcastle to stay up. I do. If you took Rafa Benitez out of it, would you still fancy him to stay up? No. No. And it's Rafa that I believe in. I think that playing squad has championship all over it. Yeah. Every little nook and cranny and, um, yeah, I for me it's just Rafa that makes me believe, um, and probably the same with the Newcastle fans. Uh, I do think they're going to get beat on Sunday. However, um, I think Palace, you know, will have too much for them. Uh, Zaha Benteke um, in decent form, even though Benteke yeah. hasn't been scoring, he's been playing very well. Um, and Palace, who are now up to thirteenth. Could go as high as tenth with yeah, a win. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's fantastic. It is, it really is. Just one home loss in the last ten in all competitions for Palace as well. That was a three-two loss against Arsenal. Um, if you take that out, you're going to have to go back to the sixteenth of September, the last time they lost in the league at home. So, pretty strong home form. Whereas we know Newcastle are pretty poor both away and at home. So yeah. Palace to win at evens for both of us there. And the final game on Sunday is a cracker. It's Liverpool v Spurs. Liverpool are 19 to 20. The draw 13 to 5. And Spurs also priced at 13 to 5. Is it me or a Liverpool with the most frustrating team at the moment? We see them beat Man City and play so well. Then they lose to Swansea. And they lose to West Brom. And Thankfully for Liverpool fans, they beat Huddersfield because that would have been calamitous if they had lost that one. But um, it's just so frustrating to see. We know they can get up for these big games, so it would not surprise me if they beat Spurs here at 19-20. to Nah, not at all, mate. I think there's going to be goals in this. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, over 2.5 is what I would tip. Uh, you're looking at 3-5 to five for that. So not as bad as I thought it would be, to be honest. Yeah, that's not too bad. Not too bad. It's all right, to be fair, considering it's Liverpool, Tottenham, who are hardly goal shy. No. Um, yeah, I think this is this will be a storming game. Um, I'm really not sure which way it could go. I could see all three outcomes. Tottenham have stuttered every now and then. Uh, they've not been 100% fluid. Uh, got Lucas Moore in, which is a good deal. Um, I think that. Especially at the price they've got him for, I think that's a very good signing. But yeah, I'm just not 100% sold on, on any of these two, to be honest. 
No, and in terms of the top four, this could have pretty big implications as well because if Liverpool do win, they'll go five points ahead of Spurs. I think Pochettino will come under pressure if they don't make the top four this season, considering they're moving into the new stadium. Or do you think Daniel Levy would be more like, OK, we've been at Wembley this year. Uh, it's a kind of a transition year for the club as we move into the new stadium. Do you think he'll, he'll take that? I think he'll be absolutely fine. I think he'll be absolutely fine. I think he's one of the most highly rated managers in world football. Yeah. Um, and they are not going to want him to go anywhere. It will be a, a setback, but I don't think he's going to get sacked. No. No, I'd agree. Definitely got enough credit in the bank to uh, have a bit of a dodgy season. Probably the main worry for Spurs is if Zidane gets sacked at Real Madrid and they come calling, it's hard for any player or manager to turn down a Madrid or a Barcelona. Really, really hard. And uh, if Pochettino goes, do you think he might want a uh, certain striker to go with him? Oh, I wouldn't, certainly wouldn't rule that one out. <laughs> Spurs and Real Madrid, they did have a, uh, they did have an agreement in place, didn't they, a few years ago? So uh, there's history there. There's a good relationship between the clubs. So don't, yeah, don't count it out. No, we've seen in the past Modric go to Madrid, Bale go to Madrid. So yeah, Kane could be the next in line, especially if they're going to replace the aging Benzema, as you said earlier on in the show. Um, so back to the game, for me. I'm going to say Liverpool for this one. For Tom, safer bet over 2.5. And finally, the Monday night football game is Watford at home to Chelsea. Watford are 5-1, to one, the draw 3-1, to one, and Chelsea are 8-15. to 15. I would have said Chelsea. Then they get panned by Bournemouth 3-0 at home. I don't trust them. I don't trust them at that price. I'm really not interested. I do think they'll win the game. Um, obviously, Watford, new manager, a raft of new players. Same, same old, same old at Vicarage Lane. Have you heard of um, half of them? I haven't. No, no. Gerard <laughs> de la Faye was yeah. a breath of fresh air, so I knew who he was. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know what to expect from Watford. New manager, new players. I don't know what to expect from Chelsea. They're inconsistent and... Just honestly, just sit back on Monday night, enjoy this game, no bet on. Yeah. That's what I'd recommend. Yeah, I'd completely agree with that. Definitely, definitely not, not to bet. This could go anyway. Absolutely anyway. Yeah. And that that's not good, is it, that we don't fancy Chelsea away at Watford? No, it's not. There's been a lot of talk about Conte's unhappiness this week as well with the transfer dealings, saying that he doesn't really have a say and the people above him decide who comes in. But um, it seems an unhappy camp again. It really does. It's just copy and paste with Chelsea. It's yep. copy and paste. It's the same old stuff. It is win the league, do great, second season, drop off, play a turmoil, everyone starts kicking off, new manager, <laughs> win the league, next season, do bad players turmoil strong it dressing is. room it is move on sack the manager it's you're so right we say Watford do the same old thing Chelsea do as yeah well. they do they do you're completely right <laughs> yeah, it works it's, 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 it's just boom or bust and I'm sure the Chelsea fans <laughs> to be honest as long as they keep booming and winning the league title every three or three or so years I'm sure they probably don't mind too much no they they probably couldn't give a monkeys, and it's been long enough now, hasn't it? That they're they're used to it now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They know. They know. Uh, right then, let's move on. Then shall we to the second tier of football? Yes, let's move on to the championship. Lots of potential in the championship. I think this week. I'm going to get the most obvious uh, result out of the way. Early doors. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about it. It's Aston Villa against Burton Albion. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa are absolutely flying now. They're up into up into the top three of the championship, which is absolutely great. Steve Bruce finally 
might have sorted it out yeah. for um, Aston Villa because it's all been there. Um, the potential's there. They're a point behind Derby. Um, so they're really putting uh, pressure on the Rams. They're at home to a Burton team who are struggling this season, um, as expected. And it's going to be a huge task for them to go to Villa Park and get a win. Villa are priced at 4-9. to nine, So, again, it's not the best price I'm going to offer you all night. No. However, I do think it's a pretty obvious Villa win. Yeah, completely agree. Five league wins in a row. It's looking pretty ominous for everyone else in the championship. Um, I'd be tempted to look into the handicap market as well for this one. Minus one, definitely. I think you'll get which would bring the price to around the evens mark. Yeah, it's impossible to disagree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take an- another one which isn't the best price, but I think it should win. That's a 5.30 kickoff, and that's Wolves at home to Sheffield United. Wolves at 8-11, to 11. so not not bad. No, it's not bad. It's okay. Um, they're back on track now, Wolves. They had a little bit of a blip, four games without a win. They've recently come back and beaten Ipswich away uh, last weekend. No midweek game for Wolves this week, where Sheffield United had heartbreak. They lost that last-minute Aston Villa goal on Tuesday night. I do think Wolves will win this one uh, and solidify their place at the top. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sheffield United, this is it's going to sound very hard. It's going to sound very harsh, but I feel like they've been found out, out a bit. So they were a newly promoted side. Yeah, uh, I felt like they were very organised. Um, they didn't play the best brand of football, and they were very workmanlike. Uh, that will get you so far, um, but ultimately the better players usually come out on top. And I feel like this is a bit of a reality check um, for Sheffield United in recent times. Uh, down to seventh in the league, which is just a phenomenal first half of the season. Uh, well, first half plus, and um, yeah, they're, they're doing great, but I feel like they're slowly going to start slipping. Yeah, I agree. But all in all, it's, it's as you say, it's a great season for them to be. If they can get a top ten, percent. top ten, first season back in the champ, fantastic. As Amazing. a Forest fan, I'd, I'd bloody love top ten. Oh God, I'd take that all day. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about our our team, Forest, because unfortunately. They are down in my notes, but to get beat. Yeah. Um, they are going away at Fulham, so they're travelling to Craven Cottage. Fulham, as we speak right now, uh, they're trying to get Mitrovic in on loan. Uh, they're trying to get Cyrus Christie from Middlesbrough. They've they've been busy and they're showing intent. They've they've kept Tom Kearney at the time of recording. And they're, they're coming into a home game against a team that is woeful at the back, woeful away from home. And they haven't lost at home in the league since October. So it's a big, big ask for even a Forest team where Karanka has brought in five or six signings on deadline day to go there and get a win. Yeah, jeez. I agree. I think Fulham will win at four to six. Unfortunately, I do think both teams both teams will score in this one. Um, but just to tell the profit chasers, it's been the most exciting deadline day as a Forest fan that I've known for years. We lost on the yeah. Tuesday night to Preston at home three nil. Karanka said after the match, "It was the most embarrassing game he's ever watched in his career." And on the Wednesday transfer deadline day. Is we've mutually terminated about three players' contracts. We've brought in, what is it now, about five new players, at least, at time of recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So There's it, still, still more to get over the line as we speak. He is it, pissed. Karanka lost his head. Yeah. He is human. <laughs> um, so even though these players that he's got out and the players he's now bringing in should definitely make Forrest a better squad... Uh, and improve the starting eleven. I think when you bring in so many players and you you kind of disrupt the dress the dressing room in such a fashion, it's going to take a little bit of time to gel everybody together. Um, and I can't see him doing so in the the two or three days that he's going to have the guys to get a win at a place like Fulham. Um, so I think 
from next week onwards, Forest could definitely be in a good position to actually turn their fortunes around. But I think this is going to come one game too soon. One game too soon, and you don't you don't want this fixture. You don't you don't want this fixture any time in the season. <laughs> no. Um, never mind when you're trying to integrate a whole new team, basically. No. Uh, so yeah, as Tom said, four to six um, for Fulham to win on the nose. Uh, both teams to score is eight to thirteen. So I think the bookies agree with us that that one will happen. Yep, definitely. Um, another one I've got written down is Sheffield Wednesday to win at home to Birmingham. Wednesday are twenty-one to twenty, and uh, they've been pretty good, very solid under the new manager Josh Lahuke, if that is pronounced correctly. Um, <laughs> they're unbeaten in the five games that they've had since he took charge. Uh, Birmingham have started to turn their their fortunes around a little bit. They're now out of the relegation zone, but Birmingham are getting their points at home, uh, not so much away. On the other hand, Sheffield Wednesday have been pretty solid home and away. I think I think they'll get a comfortable home win here, probably to nil. And historically, Birmingham haven't been good when they've gone to Hillsborough. The last few results have been three nil to Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, 0-0 and then 4-1 so I think I think you're about right Carver it, it just goes to show doesn't it Carver how it seems like his it was just time for that relationship to end yep because he's clearly not done as a manager he's doing it a league above and Wednesday have moved on and that's a classic example of uh, just a relationship going stale and yeah Wednesday certainly look better uh, with that change so I think for me that wraps up the championship. Yep, Don't know about yourself. Yep, I'm done. So let's move on to League One. Full fixture list again. I'm going to kick us off, and I'm going to go with the team who won for me on the bombproof treble two weeks ago, and that's Northampton. They're at home to Rochdale, who, as we keep saying on the podcast, are terrible in the league away from home. It's February by the time they play this game, and they still haven't won a league game away from home. It is absolutely diabolical. Um, They're against the Northampton side who won three on the bounce. Then last weekend got a really creditable draw against Blackburn. Away from home, unfortunately for Tom, as that was on his bomb-proof treble, as we'll find out later on in the show. Um, But they're 29-20 to win this one. And I think given their recent really good home form where they've won the last couple of games... And Rochdale's terrible away form. I think it's a really good price. Yeah, absolutely. Rochdale, uh, yeah, like you said, that that's embarrassing. It really is. Um, and I think Northampton um, will definitely bring that one home. Um, and a decent price as well, as you said. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Charlton Athletic. You love Charlton, so don't you? I, I love Charlton. <laughs> I, I absolutely love Charlton. Uh, next door neighbour supports Charlton and he just goes on about them all the time. <laughs> so I feel like they're always in my life um, after previously not caring about them. Um, so, yeah, Oxford, uh, away from home, obviously at the Valley. They've not actually won an away game in the league since November. Um, so that's quite more games than you imagine, especially as Tom said. By the time the podcast goes out, it's the first weekend in February. Um, Charlton, they've started to pick up again. Their form is on its way back to where it should be. They're now unbeaten in their last four games. Uh, They are definitely better at home. Uh, They beat in their last last three home games. uh, They've picked up two wins and a draw. That draw was in the Football League trophy, which is basically... A non-competition, but it was actually against Oxford. Um, so they, they did play a couple of weeks ago, ended in a draw. I think back to league action, Oxford, uh, Charlton will win the game. They're priced at five to six. Yeah, completely agree with that one. Oxford, of course, still without a manager since they sacked Pep Clotet a couple of weeks ago. Um, Paul Ince is the current market favourite for that one. And if they do get him in, I expect them to see them drop further down the table as the season progresses. <laughs> Couldn't agree anymore. <laughs> Couldn't, 
Oh dear. Um, I've got another pick here, and that's Rotherham. This weekend, they're at home to AFC Wimbledon, and Rotherham are firing on all cylinders after a little bit of a sticky period in November and early December. Since then, they've actually not lost in the last nine league games, winning six and drawing three. I think they're going to have way too much for an AFC Wimbledon side who have picked up slightly. They've dragged themselves away from imminent danger. They're up to 16th, but Rotherham are looking really good for a sustained promotion push, uh, at least a, a playoff push. Yep, they are. Um, I believe we may have made a bet at the end of last season about Rotherham. I thought you'd uh, bring this one back up. Now they're doing well again. It all went quiet when they were down in the bottom half of the league. Just just remind me, what, what was the bet? Because currently they're sat in sixth. So yeah, well, I just, can you remind me what the bet was? Oh, it's, it's just slipped my mind. Oh, yeah, slipped your mind? Yeah. I, I can remind you, if, if needs be. Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, you bet me that they would finish below 12th. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's literally the start of February. Yeah. Lots of games to go yet. They've still got yeah. 17 games to play. Yeah, nine points clear of Oxford in uh, in 12. So. Uh, and you just said that they're looking good for a playoff charge. So I think I'll be all right on this <laughs> Anyway, moving on to the DW Stadium, Wigan Athletic. They have got a very, very tough game this weekend. They're playing Gillingham at the DW. Oh, yeah. Not a place that's good to go at the moment. No. I, however, I, however, want to slightly warn the profit chasers. Um, Wigan, obviously, are top of the league. We fully expect them to, to win the league. They're a point clear with two games in hand on Blackburn, who are in second. Um... They're at home to Gillingham, who have been on absolute fire recently. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what's happened. But they haven't lost in the league since the 9th of December. Uh, that includes uh, five wins in their last seven games. However, I would warn against the Wigan victory, especially priced at 4-11. to 11. That is so Stingy, Jesus Christ! That's, so stingy. That's I, clearly I done a reputation. Yeah, I fully expect Wigan to win, but when you're playing a team, even it, even you know, in Gillingham, they've won nearly half of their games in that stretch. I'm telling you about. It's just not worth it at four to eleven because Gillingham are on fire. So yeah. if you're thinking about going for Wigan, I would leave this one for this week because it just simply isn't worth it. Completely agree, completely, completely agree. Just one loss since uh, the 21st of October for Gillingham. Great form. And why on earth, why on earth would you would you go for Wigan 4-11? to 11? Just an absolute pig's ear of a price, that is. Did you hear that um, Gillingham are being sponsored by NASA? Why is Because they're rocketing up the league. Jesus Christ. That, I, I am laughing because you've just made that joke. Yeah. Yeah. To over a thousand people that listen to the show every week. Yeah, one of them might be a comic talent scout. Okay. Well, <laughs> if, if he is, if he is, he's just turned off and left us a bad review on iTunes. <laughs> I stick stick to what you know. Stick to talking about football and gambling, please. <laughs> I thought that was quite good myself, but uh, there you go. Jeez, that is shocking. There you go. Um, how's how's League One doing? Are you uh, finished with League One? Are you ready to launch League Two? <laughs> um, yeah, one that I would say I loosely. And I, I really do mean loosely here. Tip is Berry, funnily enough. Wow, wow. I, I am sat forward. I am leaning forward 
ready to listen to this. <laughs> They've probably got the best team that they could probably wish to face in the league at the moment um, in Blackpool. And Bury is 6-4 to four to win this game. Blackpool have won one game in their last 14. They are really, really struggling. They had a pretty good start to the season, actually. I remember they were up and around the playoff spots, but they fell like a stone since mid-November. Um, I think Bury, off the back of a great 2-1 win away at Oxford last time out, they could do something here at home to a really struggling Blackpool side. Yes, they could do. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. If they could choose anyone to play other than themselves, they would <laughs> choose they would probably choose Blackpool. And um yeah, you you always have to fancy the home side. Uh last four meetings as well, Berry have uh won three of them and drew one. I know they're that they're in twentieth sorry, they're in they're in twenty fourth position on twenty points at the moment, which is thirteen away from getting out of the relegation zone. But they do have two games in hand. Say they theoretically won them both. That would put them seven points away. And uh, they have got the new manager effect that Ryan Lowe's bringing them. He's played 1-1-1. So... I've, I've never, ever, ever have heard you have to sell such a, such a game before. <laughs> It's like you're on The Apprentice, having to sell your business. <laughs> this could be the greatest wow. of escapes. Yeah, no, listen, I I completely hear where you're coming from. And, I, you know, if I had to bet on a team in that game, I'd go for Berry. But, uh, yeah, I it's not something I'm very confident no. about. No, that way. That's but right. I, I know it's a loose tip. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right betting on Barry. It just doesn't feel right. No, no. I, do you think this may be a podcast first? I definitely think it's a podcast first. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think it really, really could be. Um, so, that's Tom's final loose tip yeah. for <laughs> League One. Uh, let's move on to Tier 4. And that is League Two. Do you want to give us Tom. a surefire tip? Yes, I do want to give a surefire tip. I want to go for a game, a fix. Sorry, I want to go for a fixture that has never happened before. So there's not a lot of uh, history to go off here. Forest Green Rovers are welcoming Coventry. Now they met for the first time ever in history um, when they faced each other in October. Now Coventry are probably having one of the best feel-good factors they've had in a long, long time. Yeah. They've lost one in their last seven games, six of which they won. No draws. So six wins, one loss. Yeah. Uh, and the FA Cup run. And the FA Cup run, they in those wins, includes a 1-0 win away at League One MK Dons. Uh, they've beat Stoke at home. They've actually only lost three of their last 12 games. And Tom, can you tell me the results of the other nine? They won. All W's, buddy. All W's. So they've been on absolute fire and they're going away to Forest Green. And, you know, we have a little soft spot for Forest Green, don't we? Cause we do. They, they went through that good run. And we just really enjoy bad teams going on good good runs because <laughs> you get great odds. You get great odds. But they're really struggling now. I agree. Yeah, I think uh, they've made a major, major overhaul to their playing squad as well, Forest Green, this January. I think it's about seven, eight, maybe even nine players they've brought in. Yeah, so and it's going to take two win, time. Two wins in 11, they needed to do something. Yeah. They need to do something. They're welcoming Coventry, and Coventry are at the absolutely irresistible price of evens. And I think that is the best bet for the entire weekend. Really? Mm. Interesting. That's how I feel. I That's feel how a, strongly I feel. I feel a bomb-proof treble selection coming on here. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to wait and see, Tom. You'll have to uh, <laughs> stick with the show and uh, 
find out at the end. <laughs> um, for me, another real surefire bet for for this weekend in League Two, I think, is Wickham at home to Carlisle, and there again, a great price, five to six. They've shot up the league recently after a bit of a dodgy patch. They've managed to win four games out of the last five, including a really, really strong 3-2 win away at Luton, who are top on Tuesday night. That skyrocketed them all the way up to second in the league. Um, Just one point within the automatic promotion spots and eight points still behind Luton with a game in hand. But they score plenty of goals. That's their main strength. Akin Fenwell up front is, uh, you know, he's, he's playing like he's... 28, not 36 or whatever he is. I can definitely see them beating a Carlisle side who are down in 13th, doing okay. This is a, a pretty much of a nothing season for Carlisle now. Not going up, not going down. Inconsistent form. And I think we, Wickham are going to have way too much. Yeah, we're at that stage now. If you're in mid-table, it is, it's looking like you're going to finish in mid-table. You're going to yeah. need... A catastrophic run or a great run yeah. to make either playoffs or relegation. Anyway, uh, I had that one wrote down myself, as you uh, as you won't be surprised to hear. I'm going to go for a team that has kind of failed slightly in their pre-season predictions. It's Mansfield Town. I know you're going to shout at me. They are sixth. Yeah, I am going to shout at you. <laughs> they, they are two points off the automatic places. Bear with me. They were predicted to just absolutely smash this league into pieces. Yeah. And they're 10 points off Luton. And they haven't been great. They've picked up recently, but they they have struggled. Mm, anyway. Mm. You don't agree? I don't think they've struggled. They've only lost five in, in the whole season. Out of the twenty-nine games, which is the lowest in the league, so they've they've drawn too many. That's their problem. Yeah, that, that yeah. I didn't I didn't know that they'd lost the least in the league. <laughs> I just knew that their form had been patchy, and there's not often I tip draws. I tip winners. Mansfield <laughs> never get tipped. Um, however, this week they have got a very desirable game. Arguably the most desirable game in the entire Football League. They've got 24th and bottom of the Football League, Barnet, at home. Yeah. Uh, Mansfield, it is reflected in the price. 13 <laughs> to 20, Mansfield are. So, you know, it's not going to make you a millionaire, but I think it's a surefire winner. Yeah, I completely agree. 13 to 20, Mansfield. I'd even be tempted to go for minus one on this one as well for the handicap yeah. to push it up above evens. Um, but what Mansfield have been doing recently, which they weren't doing before Christmas, is literally scoring. The last two games, they scored 94th minute winners. Whereas before, they were just drawing those games. Now they're actually getting the wins, which um, is starting to really push them towards the automatic promotion spots. And I do think they're just going to keep on going now. I think they're going to get automatically promoted. I really do. You do, yeah? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. I I I think you may be getting carried away. I think you may be getting carried away. I think they'll end up in the playoffs. Really? We yeah, shall see. I, so who who's your top three? Alright, all right, let's just let's just ask this then. Who's your top three then for automatic promotion? Luton, Mansfield, Coventry. Oh my god, you've got rid of Notts County. Yeah, getting rid of Notts County. Oh my god, how dare you? Well, why would I not? They've been poor recently. It seems like the moment that Forrest recalled Ryan Yates from Notts County, they've just decapitated. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> what you're saying. Maybe, you know, maybe uh, that may be going a bit, you know. I think that's a coincidence. He was an important player, but uh, yeah, I think you know that there's more to it than that. However, um, yeah, I I think they're going to stick it out. I I think I'm going to go for a top three. Obviously, Luton goes without saying. Knots and Coventry. 
Mm, interesting. I think Wigan, the fact they've conceded 40 goals this season, I know they've scored a lot, but they've let in 40, which is more than 15th Cambridge United. Yeah. I think that will be their Achilles heel, and I think they'll be in the playoffs. Yeah. No, I, I agree with Wickham. I think the uh, I'll score one more than you mentality can only take you so far. <laughs> it's great for fans. Yeah. The fans will absolutely love it, but uh, only to a certain extent because that's like that's like Liverpool, right? They're, they're yeah. entertaining. They're probably brilliant to watch, but ultimately you want to see your team win. Yeah. And you, you need to be able to win in, in different kinds of ways. You need to grind out one nils on occasions that are just scrappy and horrible and a bit dirty and you know yeah. it's it's not that entertaining for the fans and I just don't think Wickham have the ability really to do that with the squad they've got. Right, not tight enough for the back. Nope, not at all for me. Um, speaking about Notts County though, I do think they'll win this weekend at home to Crew. Crew are in terrible form, really plummeting towards the relegation zones at the moment. They're currently in. 21st, just three points away. Notts County, again, as I was saying, they've not been good recently, to be honest. They've not won in the last three home games. When prior to Christmas, they're the best home team in the league. A home Notts County fixture for us was a banker. Yeah, we used to look at it straight away, didn't we? Notts at home, okay, they'll win. Yeah, not so much recently, but um, I do think, saying what we've said, they'll get back to winning ways against a really poor and out of sorts cruise side. Price, as I say, four to seven isn't the best. And Notts County do have a an offer on this weekend. Um two pound for any ticket. So they're gonna have a full house by the sounds of things. And obviously they've just come off the back of drawing at home to Swansea, Premier League Swansea as well. So there should be a yeah. good feel good factor about the uh, about the club. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Any more for you for for League Two? No, League Two is uh, done for me. Yep, and for me too. So let's recap last week's bombproof travels, shall we? Okay, and we'll start with mine. I had Millwall in the FA Cup. They could only manage a 2-2 draw at home to Rochdale. He also had the League One fixture between Blackburn and Northampton, which also ended in a draw, one all. It wasn't a draw treble, however. Fulham did do the business. They went away at Oakwell and won 3-1. And for my treble, it was a case again of so close. Just the one team let me down for about the third or fourth week in a row. I had Swindon. They won 4-3 in a ding-dong game at home to crew. He also had the red-hot Gillingham. They won 2-1 at home to Fleetwood. And of all teams... Never bet on your own team. It was Nottingham Forest that lost away at Hull in the FA Cup 2-1 to cost a bomb-proof treble and shatter my dreams. Ah, oh, once again, buddy. Um, we're coming so close at the moment. We are. I feel like I feel like when it comes, it's going to be an avalanche of victories. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's uh, it can't go on like this. No, uh, really, really unlucky. Forest were dreadful in that game. They were absolutely uh, dreadful. You think? Yeah, just, Hull being so bad. We said on the podcast, just one win in eighteen. Forest off the back of beating Wolves away. It's yeah, just do you know what it is, buddy. Just typical Forest. Yeah, that's what it is. There, there's no other way to. To describe it, it's just typical forest. No, well, anyway, onwards and upwards to this week. Absolutely, I went first last week, so you can go first this week. What have you got for me? So I'm really confident in this one this week. Hopefully, three winners, and I've got three home teams, which is always nice. So we're going to start in League One, and that's Northampton at home to Rochdale at twenty-nine to twenty. We're going to drop to League Two. For Wickham at home to Carlisle at five to six, and we're going to stay in League Two for Mansfield at home to Barnet at thirteen to twenty, and ten pounds on that pays seventy four back. Hey, that's pretty good. Not bad at all, is it? That. Hey, that's actually a lot more promising when you re- 
me and Tom, by the way, profit chasers, we don't um, confirm who's going to have who in the uh, bombproof trebles. So I had no idea what it was going to choose and how much it was going to pay. And when you were reading them out, yeah, I really thought that was going to be quite low. But yeah, that's good stuff, buddy. Yeah. I like that a lot. Me too. Hit me with what you've got. Uh, I'm going to start off at Villa Park, and I'm going to go for Aston Villa. They're at home to Burton Albion. They're priced at 4-9. to nine. Staying in the championship, I'm going to go for Fulham. Fulham are at home against Nottingham Forest. They're 4-6. to six. And I'm going to drop down to League 2 and go for Coventry City, who are away at Forest Green and are priced at evens. And £10 on that returns £51. Not bad. Three teams that definitely should win. I was thinking, is he going to put Coventry in there? He's got to put Coventry in there, hasn't he, after how much he bigged them up? Of course. <laughs> of course, buddy. This is a, I honestly think Coventry is the best value bet in the entire Football League mm-hmm. this weekend. Fair it's enough. a bold statement. It's a bold statement. But, yeah. uh, you know, that that's my that's my pick. Yeah, um, I do like that, though. Definitely like that. Two, again, two strong trebles. Um, as we've seen in the last three or four weeks, we've not really had many losers whatsoever amongst our trebles. It's just, uh, unfortunately, all three haven't landed on the same day. However, this week, I'm very confident uh, that we can finally get that monkey off our back. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling like it's, it's around the corner. Me too, me too. All right, guys, so we would love for you to stay in touch with us and be involved after the podcast so the best way to keep in touch with us is through our twitter handle Uh, so tweet us get involved t underscore fb podcast we're also on facebook www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast you can email us football betting podcast at gmail.com and tom is going to tell you about the website so yeah come to the website www.footballbettingpodcast.co.uk you can find the blog on there, all the old podcasts in case you missed the show and want to catch up on one. Um, you've got the forum as well and the football free bet section where we've linked up with numerous bookmakers to bring you the best free bets um, on the internet. Yes, and just before we finish, we're going to revisit fantasy football. Tom is desperate to talk about it this week because he's actually <laughs> performed for, for the first time this season. So, Tom, you can take it away. Uh, what do you want to talk about, my friend? Yeah, I just wanted to raise the fact that two weeks ago, I got 67 points. Last week, I got 72 points. And uh, this week, I'm on for the higher than average score of 48 points when you consider the average is 13. So, check me great. out. Great. Relegation what? Yeah, great. Great. To say you are co-founder of this podcast, co-host. Yes. yes. You you you've hugely let me down in fantasy football. <laughs> I've left you in the dust. Yeah, you're we're supposed to be the people got... with the opinions. You know, we're, far 30, ahead. we're 30th and 45th <laughs> out of 51 people. Um, yeah, not going too well. Niall McNally, by the way, we don't know if you even listen anymore, Niall, because you haven't got in touch with us. We're giving you numerous shout-outs. But he's he's doing well, whoever he is. Um, He's opening up a bit of a gap. Um, It's almost a game-week gap um, in terms of average points. So uh, Tom Arnold and Daniel Atkinson, Charlie Donnelly, Liam Keane, Owen Davis, uh, you need a miracle. But the rest of them, the chasing pack, there's work to do. Yeah, um, big time. If you if you are interested in joining fantasy football and you already have a team, you can join our league and then you will you will carry on your points total. So you will join where you where you rightfully should be in the table. Uh, there's a there's a free bet on offer to the winner. Um, so we're running a bit of an incentive. The league code will be in the podcast description. Um, and if you can't find it there, just tweet us or send us a message on Facebook and we'd be more than happy to welcome you in. 
Yep, absolutely. Please do, guys. I mentioned how much we want everyone to join. Um, however, every new person that seems to join knocks me down a place <laughs> in the league, so I can't seem to get any higher. But um, the more the merrier, you know, it's, it's all good at the end of the day. It's all good fun. Um, before we sign off, I think the last thing for me that we need to mention is that if you enjoy the show, enjoy listening to us on a regular basis, or perhaps you're a new listener, um, please do rate and review us on iTunes. It's the best thing you could possibly do for us, and we'd really appreciate that just to help us continue to grow the show and move up the rankings. Yeah, it would be Christmas and birthday all rolled into one if you could do that for us. So, uh, yeah, we'd really appreciate it. We would indeed. So, thanks for listening again, as ever, everybody. And we'll see you again next week. And good luck with the bets for the weekend. Absolutely. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great weekend.